welcome back to the bottom of the pit podcast where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. I am Nick Whoopi Goldberg and here we are again for a secret battle. We haven't had one of these since a while ago. So we have been getting hella news and it's been super exciting so I had to bring on a pair of professional news talkers today so i would love to introduce bonsai wolfberger yo what's up bonsai wolfberger here oh yeah and the jamaican shake yo what's up it's the jamaican shake oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah um thank you guys for coming on the podcast today um not quite the morning, but it definitely feels like the morning because I feel like we all just kind of woke up. Yeah. How are you guys feeling today? Doing good. Doing pretty good. Awesome, awesome. So let's jump right on into it. Uh, for today's secret battle, we have three uh, pretty major topics we are going to touch on. First, we are going to discuss and try to understand the newest Guilty Gear character dropping in the end of this month, or a couple, not not this month, um, uh, close to the end of this week, yeah, I believe. Like days, like Thursday, yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. And that is Asuka R. Kreutz. I guess whatever that symbol is at the end of his name is a Kreutz or something? Uh, I've heard so many different theories on it. I'm not entirely sure what is real and what's not. I don't know if anyone does. I don't either. It's definitely a musical thing. All I know is he's that man. He is that man. We're getting to that man. This is like a palace swap. The same character. There are two wolves inside of him. So when the trailer first dropped, everyone's floor kind of uh, floor. Oh my God. Everyone's jaw kind of dropped as well because we've been used to the more streamlined characters of guilty Gear strive all the way up even the, the most complicated character was who fucking complicated uh, uh jack jacko maybe zato maybe zato yeah probably and then here comes asuka so just to have an overall opinion when you first watched the trailer and maybe subsequently the breakdown um how did y'all feel about what you were seeing in comparison to what we've been used to all this time well first thing it knows is his video is definitely way longer than everybody else's so i was like oh this guy has a lot of shit to him but uh trailer wise i was like damn this guy looks flashy and cool as shit yeah when i saw him he just looked very over he's like the best i can describe him is he seems very overwhelming like he seems like there's so much stuff happening with him there's so much stuff on the screen because of him uh he's got mad trip the galaxy code on that's crazy um and he is that guy he's literally that man so seeing him just pop off in that trailer i was like bruh and then 
then to see the breakdown and the breakdown was just even more of of just like a flabbergasted amount of stuff going on with this character. I was like, are we allowed to have a character like this in this game? <laughs> are we allowed to? When I see a character, when I see when I saw this character, I think I might have mentioned it before. It made me uh, kind of jealous because I wish some of the other characters was also allowed to be this um, over the top and complicated. Because some characters I feel like should have been, but they were still dumbed down in a certain way. While Asuka was just allowed to let his galaxy wings spread and do whatever he wanted. Well, are those other characters that man? <laughs> That's fair, I suppose. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, one of them is. Yeah, Happy Spies and Happy Cows are complicated, too. That's true. So I guess both Batmans are more complicated than the other characters. Yeah, he definitely has the presence of a long-awaited, like, boss-class character for a series. Yeah, tr truly, he feel like, yeah, he is. He's not even really the boss of this game, ironically. Yeah. He's just a boss of, like, the series. Yeah. But he really, like, seeing his gameplay, you're like, yeah, that is the boss for sure. I do like the Galaxy Cape um, sneakers combo. I think that's kind of <laughs> yeah. sick. Yeah, with the J's on. Yeah, with the fucking J's. Yeah, for sure. Like, everything else on him looks so comfy, but then he has just some ballin'-ass shoes on. He's ready to dunk on you. You gotta be ballin'. Um, but so let's uh see if we can talk about him bit by bit let's break down like probably the most fundamental aspect of his kit his mana system um above his regular meter his tension uh gauge he's got a shorter meter called mana right mm -hmm. and this is what he uses to cast his many 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 different spells but at the same time when he gets hit w with his mana when he has mana he has a shield always yeah. passive yeah uh, where he takes reduced damage and then when it breaks it's on when he and i guess when all his man mana is gone it breaks and then he takes advanced damage more damage yeah. how you guys feel about that pretty fair is, is that what it is i couldn't tell i heard one time that when his little shield is up he doesn't take chip so is that is it just reduced damage with the shield off um, I believe the damage is reduced, but okay. every hit he takes, I believe so. Don't like quote me on that. He's not out yet. Every hit he takes reduces his mana also, and I believe when that runs out, his shield breaks. Right. Or goes down if you know if it's not being hit. No, that's definitely possible. I just they, this was because I don't think they bring it up in his breakdown. Like, I don't know, I can't remember if they actually bring up his little shield health thing in his breakdown. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I watched it earlier just to kind of refresh. And I'm, now I'm actually kind of wondering if the shield has its own health. Yeah, it's hard to keep up on it because there's such an overwhelmingly a lot of information on just the chants themselves. That For real. <laughs> you got it. Really? It's hard to keep up on anything else. I mean, like, having the uh, increased or like uh, decreased taking decreased damage when it's up and then taking more when it's down, 
it makes sense. Like, I'm not against that idea. I just, I'm, I just feel like I never actually got a definite answer on it. No, I feel that. I feel that. So that's like more of a passive thing for him. But let's get to the the meat and potatoes of this character and bring up his spells. He's got these things called test cases. He's got what three of them? Yeah. Yeah, three one. different cases. Yeah, one you... for punch, one for kick, and one for slash. I think. No, the cases are the sets of spells he has. Mm. And they all have different applications in battle, right? Yeah, like he has well. The test cases are the three sets, aren't they? And yeah. then yeah. he could set each of those three cases has spells that he can put into his uh, bookmarks. His like bookmarks, yeah. I think they just have different, all kinds of different specials in general. I don't know if each of the three are like designated for a certain play because I know one of them has like the teleport. Oh, I don't know if there's like. Oh, this test case is like a zoner test case, or this test case is like uh, up close and personal. Like I'm not sure if they even designated it like that. Cause I, I know one of his test cases has like a low um, and and an overhead in the same test case, so it's like a mix-upy thing. But I'm not sure if that's just like it just happens to be in the same test case, or they built that way on purpose, or what. Like I know one has the teleport, which I think. They like explicitly talk about like, oh, the teleport is like good, but it's possible. But man, just like having to memorize what the little icons are—that's that's crazy. That's so much. That's so much to remember. For real. Not only icons. There's like different icons for a bunch of different stuff. Like, there's like the shit with like what is it? The rods. There's like different rods you can do in one of the cases. Oh yeah, to yeah. like speed up or yeah, draw or, in or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like so you gotta remember your your test cases, and then you gotta remember your your symbols for each spell that goes into the test cases, and then how you want to bookmark them or freaking swap them. I'm like, damn, th this man's a thesaurus just he, trying to use them. Like really... I, I think uh, I don't think each test case has fully unique spells. Like I think there are spells shared amongst them. Okay. So that'd be good. a little easier to like remember stuff. God, that would have been insane if they were all different. Because there's not a small amount of spells per test case. There's a lot of spells yeah, and they swap like out pretty fast. Twelve or something, maybe ten. Jesus. And he could do something called bookmark them, which is a move also. Yeah. Where it's pretty much just swapping between your spells. Yeah, isn't there like an application within that itself? Like, isn't there like bookmark import and bookmark auto import or some shit like that? Oh God. Uh, well, there's I a special right. that I think he can choose. Like, he can like like go through his deck of cards until he finds someone he needs or something. Gotcha. Oh yeah, yeah. He can pick them for that one because he has yeah. four slots, one for each face button i imagine yeah i think that's what it is yeah so if i remember correctly i think like the regular bookmark uh you choose once but i think the bookmark auto import which i think is just a re those are just regular moves i think they just it swaps out his entire deck and gets him a brand new deck Jesus. yeah that's he's gonna be insane man 
I feel like he's gonna be a hard character to play as like a secondary, just because of how much he has to learn. Then, then again, if you're like a Ramlethal main or like a Nagoriyuki main or, or like a Soul or Kai main, I guess you can fit in a little extra Asuka space because they don't take up a whole lot of power. Yeah, they're more, they're definitely more of the streamlined characters. Maybe Nago is a little bit more complicated than the other three I mentioned. I wish Nago was more complicated. Well, seeing Asuka, now I'm like, damn, you guys definitely could have. Y'all still had the potential to be the arcs as everyone remembered. And you see it with this character. Not I feel like, like it would have been nice to see them. But do you guys think they will take a, a more bold approach to character design for Season 3? I, I think they might make an exception for one character here and there. But as for anything else, they'll probably go back to like the the Zato Happy Chaos round and just have like a special gauge. Not as crazy as Asuka's, but they'll have like their own special gauges for stuff. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be character to character because Asuka obviously as a character and everything we've known about him prior, he definitely kinda seemed like he needed to be super complicated. Like you couldn't really have a neutered Asuka that man we've only really seen him fight in well i think it's overture that he has a boss fight in and that's the only time we've ever seen actual gameplay of him in any game and that's not even a fighting game so i feel like they needed to make him kind of insane just to not only live up to the hype of that man in general but because his character kind of requires it but when it comes to characters like in season three let's say they do slayer I doubt they're going to add, like, a meta to Slayer just to, like, make him more interesting. Especially since Slayer's kind of known to be, uh, like, the straightforward, like, bruiser type, like, beat-em-up character. So, I think it's going to be more character-to-character. -character. Yeah, I think Asuka's probably might be the outlier of this game to have a gauge this insane. The only other character who I could see maybe coming to Guilty Gear, maybe having a gauge even somewhat close to his is maybe zappa but yeah, outside of that uh, if he comes thinking. in yeah i can't see anybody any other character though having a like, crazy gauge like this and i want zappa but zappa's like more so the possession stuff so yeah i don't even know if that would be as complicated as this is yeah probably. it depends on how striper want to do them they'll probably just have buttons summon out a ghost to attack and then go back in instead of summoning them to do things who but knows, yeah. It seems like the more streamlined way for a character like Zappa. But yeah, on, on the point you said earlier with Arxis returning to characters like this, uh, McWhoopie, it's crazy that you say that because it, it honestly feels like Asuka incorporates like a lot of things from different uh, Arxis games in general. Like like uh, me and uh, Jamshik were talking earlier or talking um, before, like he reminds him of like what, like Elizabeth and Margaret from Persona, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's who reminds me of. More like Elizabeth Margaret. I know a lot of people are saying Nine from Blue. Yeah, Blue, he gets me like, a little bit. Yeah, he gets me Nine and like uh, a little bit of like Nine and Kokonoi mixed together vibes for me. And then like the way his gauges look, it kind of gives me like the Grand Blue feel a little bit. No, I get that with the boxes. 
Yeah, so it really feels like he incorporated like different like little niches from each Arxis game to become like he's like the Arxis boss right now. Yeah, well, he kind of is, isn't he? He's like the series antagonist of Guilty Gear, which is what the first like first serious Arxis fighting game. Probably, yeah. 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 He's that man. So in he a sense, yeah, he's that man, that Arxis man. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past him if they kept that in mind, but that is a good observation. Um, so, so I want to ask you guys this about Asuka. Do you think, like, despite how crazy and, you know, how much stuff he has going for him, do you think he will still stand a chance against the top tier characters like Ram and Leo and Nago and, um, and Happy Chaos? I think it's going to very much depend on how oppressive his zoning tools are because obviously he has the cubes and plenty of them i think it's going to be pretty difficult for people to get in but i feel like he doesn't have too much like super like oppressive close range stuff so if someone like ram could get in on him which she could she has her sword explodey things that explode for no reason so and i'm sure and we've already seen, we already have confirmation that the cubes can be destroyed by attacks. So I imagine if that sword comes out, it's just going to eat up all the cubes. Oh, and hit just him. punish. Yeah. But if all the I cubes imagine can be destroyed. get in, he'll be okay. I've never yeah. seen anything stop the swords from going. Yeah, I was say, even, like, if all the cubes can be destroyed, that's one thing. If some of them have armor on them, we'll see. Like, a lot is going to be depend on, like, what we see album once it gets released. Because even someone like Jacka, where her menu can go through project certain projectiles, would do good against them. And the order of those characters, I think it would be, like, Ram, Leo, and Nago in that order on how useful they could be against them. And it really is about how good they can just cover the field, maybe get in close to them. Yeah, especially because when his, if he's run out of mana too, and he takes like the increased health, I feel like he's going to lose health very fast, especially against like the top heavy hitters like Ram, Leo, Nago, maybe even the character like Happy Chaos. Yeah, even someone as far as soul with like the second they get you, they get past your mana and they're just on you and you're just like broken, will just keep on you. I foresee some touch of death combos working on a uh, shield broken Oscar. Kind of how you sure. see them on chip and stuff. I feel like, I feel like we'll see some cheeky little combos there. Cause he takes some massive damage when he doesn't have mana. And also, it goes to the merit of who the Oscar character's go player going to be because he has all the things to keep you away. He has some good tools when he runs out, and he also has the mana recovery. So, depending on how good the character, the uh, player of Asuka is, they could just get around it, honestly, and find a way to keep even the top tier characters at bay. So, I'm going to tip my hat off. If I see a good Asuka, I'm, even if I get my ass whooped and I'm pissed off, I'm just going to be like, you know, bro, you took in a lot of knowledge to get good with this character, so you got it, honestly. That's true. And we also, we don't know how... Um, effective his normals are going to be either. We've been talking about his specials this whole time, but maybe his normals are pretty good, or maybe they're weak. We don't know yet. We see like some combos and stuff, but it's hard to tell just from combo videos. 
that the devs drop. Yeah, there's a lot of just questionable things. Like, he gets so many specials that I'm curious how how optimal it's going to be to if you want to combo things in like that, or is it the optimal way just going to be like playing a similar game to Happy Chaos where you just do a keep away and just keep on trying to restack your cards until you get the ones you want. I, I guess it, Oh, go oh. ahead. No, I was going to say, it also goes with the thing. Some of his projectiles are actually really fast, too, so there might not be a time where you can hit them if he gets the right, like, uh, mix-up in. That's true. And he's got... Uh, I don't know if it's considered a mechanic, but after you throw a projectile, you can hit certain buttons and directions to go into a um, into another projectile or go immediately into like a recover mana or into a bookmark yeah um, with, like press the buttons without having to do a full command for it so maybe he's gonna be like a steamroller he just starts chucking shit at you it's possible Bro, just freaking looking... constantly switching cards and doing other cubes after cube i'm looking at the picture of like the spell set cheat sheet from the video god dang he has so many so... spells holy shit but he is interesting because he has a recover mana feature it's like down down something yeah and you can either spend tension or your health i believe or you can you spend nothing too but it just you're open oh open and go slower like if you spend health it's faster Oh, I dig it. Now, that's cool. That's a cool thing. But that's just another layer onto this layer, layered cake that's getting really, really high. And then he has his uh, his one special is a projectile. I doubt you can destroy that with a thing. And you can he can shoot it like straight forward or shoot it in the air and it just revolves around in the air too. So that's also more pressure. Oh, well, that's it's, crazy. It's based on it's affected by his staff special. So if he has God. like. The staff out that makes it go slower or go faster. The even his special will make it go will be affected by and it'll either go slower or faster. I think he has another spear that like black hole affects it. Like, yeah. Sucks up into like the middle and that works on his special too. He's bro. Damn. He's crazy. So I'm wondering if Oscar was the reason for the delay in DLC characters. Yeah, that's what I my I had that my that theory because they announced the delay for Bedman. But for me, I don't really think Bedman was that insane that he needed a a a delay. Like I like for Guilty Gear. Like no, I no. doubt it. When I look at Asuka, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. No, I feel the same way. Cause it, I mean if Bedman was like how he was doing the time stuff. I could see it, but he mostly just throws projectiles and does eight-way dash, and it's just in your face and exploding and shit. Yeah, and because of Bedman, it's kind of the reason, why, even more, why I'm nervous to go against Azuka because I didn't get to play that much because of like all those ne network crashes and stuff at the time. But uh, at the time when Bedman first came out, just his like two little homing projectile things was enough to like lock me out sometimes. So, someone who's a better zoner than Batman, I'm just like, damn, how's this gonna go for me? Yikes. But, um, Batman's I think... He's not a premier zoner. He's not. He's, he just he has, has the one good projectile, and that's it.
Um, so I'm just I'm just excited. There's not so much we could break down quite yet until he comes out later on this week. Um, and then we'll you know we'll talk about him then in deeper deeper detail. But yeah. for now, I like him. I like I like the one. I like the way he looks. You're right. He is dripped out from head to toe. I think it looks mad cool. I like the way his moves look. The big cubes. I think that's super cool looking. They did the damn thing, I think. Yeah. yeah he looks great. Yeah, like, I have no interest in even trying to touch him whatsoever, but as a character coming to the game, I think he's, like, pretty badass. Me too. No, but I'm excited. I'm definitely picking him up, so. Yeah, I definitely can't wait to see what you do with that man. He is that man. He is that man. I, I hope he has decent colors, too. He's They're dropping a bunch of new colors. Yeah, they already so, showed some of them off, and they look really good on some of the other characters. So I'm like, so that's pretty exciting. We finally got a new green color that doesn't add horrendous orange to it for some reason. <laughs> I love how the meme of the colors was green. Because <laughs> the green color sucks in this game. Universally, it just sucks. I like Nago's green. What? I don't remember what his green looks like. I think it's just green and black. Oh, his, his green and black. I think he's like the only character that has like a good green. I'd believe it. It's hard to make Nago look uncool. True. Um, yeah, I don't have um much else to add. I was initially disappointed when they showed off one of his specials where he throws the big cube. Because um, it's just super basic, just super big blast. Um, but then when they showed it interacts with the stats, I was like, oh, that's way more interesting. Okay, No, nah, I felt the same way, actually. And then when I saw that it inter like interacts with his other spells, I was like, oh. So that's just another layer of meta on top of that. That's even crazier. You went from Thesaurus to Thesaurus Plus. Thesaurus Plus. They dropped that new Thesaurus. <laughs> um, so do you guys have any more thoughts and opinions on that man before we move on? Um, did we ever get confirmation on what's the difference between like him with the regular flower on his eye and the pink one when they showed like the R Cruits part off? I don't know. I don't think we've got true confirmation. I've heard a lot of different theories, especially one where in like his original trailer, I think he's talking, he says something like, oh, you've noticed. Like, you haven't changed. And I saw someone theorize that that could be him fighting against Soul in his mm -hmm. arcade. And Soul recognizes that it's not really him. Like, it's some clone or something. And he's like, oh, you notice I'm not really here or something. Oh. So, it's possible that it's just, like, he's not really him. That's all just a theory. I also heard one, which I don't know if it's true. I can't validate any of it. But I heard one person say that in German the number symbol is said like doppel or something and it like sounds like doppelganger I don't know if any of that's true I haven't done research on it I'm not German so I can't validate that but I've heard that too interesting it is interesting hmm. maybe that'll play out but then again maybe not yeah who knows <laughs> <laughs> no, it's dry. Probably not. Right. Um, oh, and one more thing I wanted to say. Now that we have, we're two seasons deep 
and now that we got Asuka and, you know, Happy Cats as well, I feel like they need to revamp their arcade mode. Instead of having, maybe you can still have like true Nago as like a secret boss or whatever, but I feel like now they need to redo it and and have Asuka or Happy Chaos or hell, even, I guess, I don't know, not like a stronger form of Eno either, but I feel like now they should do something like, I, I don't know, like rotate final bosses depending on the character you're using or something, so it's like, just more interesting. Yeah, just like on some arcade games, they have like the difficulty route, so if you go the easy route, you, maybe you take on like regular Nago, Secret Balls, Nago at the end, then you go medium, maybe like a, a advanced form, uh, a harder Eno, and then Secret Balls, Nago, and then Armo, you go against like a cracked out Happy Chaos, and then Secret Balls, Nago, if you get past that, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think a, a road system would be pretty sick, actually. But they already disappointed us with the second uh, story thing. So it's true. It's just oh. us being hopeful. <laughs> that is definitely true. Yeah, definitely. I'm wondering from this point forward, now that I mean, even in the main campaign, Asuka himself is not even really a villain, and it yeah, seems he's like, ally. He's, like yeah, he's kind of outed himself to the world as who he actually is. So I'm wondering if on this point forward. Is there going to be a completely new villain of the series? Now that both Happy Chaos and Asuka are kind of in flux. I don't know who it could be. Really I imagine it would have to be like a whole new character. A brand new one. Yeah, but how, who do you bring in when you already have the series antagonist converted into a good guy and then you have Happy Chaos who's just in limbo yeah pretty much the whole time who knows like Oscar's literally the creator of the world they live in pretty much who knows maybe we'll get like a super powerful gear to play as true yeah they could do like some new kind of like justice or something yeah that'd be kind of cool but we'll have to wait and see but I feel I, honestly I feel like strive I don't say on his last leg, but I feel like season three might be the last season we get a stride before they move on to either strive, uh, strive harder, or a new game as a whole. Yeah, I could see. Who knows though? Because they have a an act for holding on, holding their games on a pretty long, even if they don't do like another season pass after the the third one. I could see them doing something afterwards. Because what, this will only be, what, the third year that uh, it's been out? Is it 2020, 2019? Yeah, by the, it was definitely pandemic. Yeah. It was like 2020, uh, and like a game like Fighters, even though it's pretty much dying now, it still lasted, what, like five years? Yeah. So I can see them doing something the last, because I don't think they've been... I would be shocked if they were hardcore developing a new game already. At least not another Guilty Gear game. Yeah, I, I could see that. Maybe uh, Persona 5 Arena. I'm not going to say that, but... <laughs> Let's fucking get it. Let's go. Let's go. I All right, well, that, 
that's all I got to say about Asuka and Guilty Gear as of now until the character comes out officially. Um, are you guys all ready to move on? Oh, yeah. Cool. So the next big topic we need to touch on is the Mortal Kombat 1 trailer and some of the subsequent information we got afterwards. No gameplay uh, quite yet. Then again, we never do, so I wasn't expecting much. Um, so when you guys were watching the trailer, uh, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, I think my initial thoughts were, I like where the story, uh, progression is going from the end of MK11 into, like, this brand new, I think M calling it MK1 was a cool, bold choice that they went with, and seeing how Liu Kang is still, like, is he just Fire God or Fire and Lightning God? I think he's called Fire God Liu Kang, but he still controls lightning last yeah. time I saw. Yeah, freaking uh, seeing how it just starts out like, yep, I reborn the world, and this is how things are going to go down now. You can, I want peace, but you can still choose love. I thought it was a pretty interesting concept to go into the trailer with. It really did feel like a breath, uh, breath of fresh air. Uh, I agree in some sense. I think the concept I really enjoy, like, Mm -hmm. The idea of not even so much a reboot, but like an entire recreation and a new world, like form of the entire world with Fire God Liu Kang instead of Raiden and seeing the, how these new characters will be in this new universe. Like we can already see Scorpion and Sub-Zero already look like they're on a pretty good page. They don't seem like they're out for blood against each other yeah. already, which... Unlike in the main universe, that shit don't happen for like 20 years in universe. So it's cool to see how some of these things change. I know Rufal Monger was theorizing that Melina might actually be queen and not Katana, which I think is also a pretty interesting change if that's true. Oh, yeah. Katana is the bodyguard? Yeah, because Melina is sitting in the back of the little carriage, which uh -huh. is usually for like where the royalty sits. Like they don't sit back to the like driver oh you know what that's actually a really good theory because i actually um found it i don't want to say odd but intriguing that when like shang soon first showed up and everyone was like whoa look it's what's going on here katana was the one that exited the carriage instead of melina if i'm remembering correctly yeah she, she at least like ready's up first like she's like already like peeping it that is a good theory because I was go I was just going to say on the same thing you said about Scorpion Sub Zero. I was going to say it's cool that or different that they're not at each other's throats or anything. Adina's like thriving at this point. Yeah, exactly. But I kind of hate the fucking title. I think more kind of one is like a dumb title to name it. <laughs> I think yeah. they gave it a subtitle or something like. Yeah. It's like just confusing to me. Or something like. Or like fucking. Uh, just give it a subtitle, like anything. Like, name it Mortal Kombat 1. I'm like, bro, we got two games that are called Mortal Kombat. And this is pretty much just Mortal Kombat again, but now you just have one in the title. No, I do like the, like you said, Mortal Kombat Rebirth would have been. A... Rebirth, like. Or, or something. Respawn. Just something. You can yeah, name it anything. Like... It doesn't even have to be about Rebirth. It could be just like. Like a whole new, just a subtitle for anything. I'm like, you do not need to call it Mortal Kombat 1, bro. It just makes it harder to reference 
the actual Mortal Kombat 1 now, because now you gotta say something like the original Mortal Kombat 1 instead of just yeah. going Mortal Kombat 1. Right. You know what I'm saying? Before, with MK11, when, or not 11, uh, MK9, we would call that, like before MK9 came out, we just called the original Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat. But then when MK9 came out, which is officially just called Mortal Kombat, we could have called the original one Mortal Kombat 1. Exactly. Differentiate. But now we can't even do that. So now we're talking about the original Mortal Kombat. We have to literally say the original Mortal Kombat or like Mortal Kombat 1992 or whatever year it comes out. I'm just like, y'all could have named it something else. No, I feel that. It's a little uh, frustrating. It just makes it weird. Um, I'm not sure um, why they didn't go the subtitle route. Maybe they just don't like subtitles anymore. It's probably business thing probably like oh more combat one i could jump on here it's just better for advertising and selling i imagine i could see that um but, but other I, than that i'm excited i'm excited for where the story is where the story is also seeing you know sub-zero and scorpion already kind of homied homied up is kind of cool but they do a lot of implying that that they could not be yeah. Like it's up to the players, like, oh, y'all could be cool, or you could be enemies. Both when they, they're talking about Sub Zero and Scorpion and Melina and Katana. So it's like, where are they truly when the story starts? Because these trailers usually are more implying of the themes of the game as opposed to the actual story of the game. True. Yeah, it it makes it very even more interesting because it feels like it implies like not implies but it feels like like there could be a chance like you're playing story mode or the campaign and there's like a like like a option selection like you'd be like do you want to work with sub-zero or do you want to kill sub-zero or some sh stuff like that i'm just like oh interesting we're kind of like making our own story so that would be kind of interesting to see how they imply or and go into all this yeah i'm yeah. i'm interested because like, it's I don't like I don't know what's gonna happen. My theory is now that Raiden potentially won't have lightning powers, who knows? That's still in the air. But my theory is Raiden is gonna take the place of Shujinko and he'll play conquest mode with Raiden. Well, I feel the heavy. Oh, that's interesting. And okay. He'll be going across the world as this Raiden, as this human Raiden, gaining moves. That's my theory. That is actually quite interesting. It, yeah, that's dope. And I think that's another thing that I really appreciate or appreciate about this uh, trailer is the fact that we have most of like like old characters back, but they're remixed a little bit. Like we have Scorpion Sub Zero, but we got like OG Sub Zero. And we got Scorpion. He's as far as I know doesn't have like the Hell powers or anything yet. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? That's all. And then. Yeah. And now we have the Great Kong Lao this time, and now we have Raiden without, possibly without Thunder powers and stuff. So it's very interesting to see how like the characters are like, we have our like OG characters returning back, but in like a different light almost. Not for sure. That's what I'm most excited about, I would say. Yeah, I just really want to see, I just really want to see it. Uh, how do you guys feel about Shang Tsung coming back? Um, mid. I think Shang Tsung is mid. Yeah, I I don't know how to feel about it, honestly. I was just like, when they showed him, I was like, 
Huh, I guess I don't know who I was expecting to be the villain, honestly. So when I saw Shang Tsung, I was like, yeah, okay, I guess. Like, I don't, I've always never liked Shang Tsung, especially if we're comparing Shang Tsung to Shao Kahn. But, um, I also think it's a detriment to their story to have, oh, the big bad of Shang Tsung. And then Shang Tsung immediately gets fucking murdered in, his, in the fucking trailer. That's true. By fucking Liu Kang. I'm so like, wonder, oh, he's not very much of a threat. I wonder if that's them saying, like, kind of saying that Shang Tsung is going to be in the story, but, but he's not, not the, the main villain. Because no, you don't I, kill your main villain in your first trailer. That's silly, right? Yeah, no, I, I definitely so. Especially when you had a character like Fire God Liu Kang. I feel like you're going to have to make an antagonist who's going to, like, be able to put the hands on him at least. They got to. So they, but I really don't want them to just rehash Shao Kahn again. Nah, I didn't want that either. I just would rather have a completely new villain or uh, maybe push forward some villains that we haven't seen, like freaking Onaga or something. I would love to see Onaga actually like in like the new this new timeline. We we can actually see him do the damn thing because when I go super interesting because when he's mad powerful he uh, he can resurrect people which is cool and he's like super potent in dark magics he created a whole avatar that can travel between realms the trick Shujinko oh. so it's like this guy is like he's more than just Goro or fucking Moloch he's not just big and swinging heavy he has right. so much at his disposal he could be using not for sure. I I definitely agree. I also like thought it would have been kind of neat if they maybe made like Ermac a big player this time. I feel like Ermac should be really strong, but he's kind of always gets like destroyed. He's always introduced super powerful, and then he ends up always being a jobber by the end. Exactly. Um, but that kind of segues into. Uh, the end kind of the elephant in the room there is uh, a I don't say like a breakdown but a explanation of what some of the main mechanics will be in this mode and the main the big one is the cameo fighters um, do you guys are you guys one in favor of the cameo fighter system I feel like we need more of a breakdown on cameo characters before I can like truly say if I'm on with it or off of it because at this point I feel like it's just speculation like we know like there's cameo characters and they're going to be in the game but are they just assist characters like is this going to be like I remember a lot of people comparing saying it could be like MVC one where you just have a one single assist character on you or like how MK11 you had the game modes where you bring a assist character out or are the cameo characters gonna be like I don't know are they gonna be playable outside just being assist characters I need more information on it honestly no I'm kind of in the same boat I definitely don't think we know enough about what these cameo players are really gonna be like but. I will add that this is my super hot take, my spicy ass take. Okay. Um, I think any game that is like, we need to do some, we need to evolve this style of play. Like we need to uh, like add some layers into this game. 
what should we do? And I think any game that this is like, let's make an assist. I'm like, oh, you have no fucking ideas then. Like th the assist fucking fallback, I'm so tired of seeing it. I feel like I see it all the time. Like, oh, let's just add an assist. Like this will be an assist game. I'm like, you couldn't think of any other meta or interesting thing to add into your game. Like I remember hearing before years ago at this point, before Street Fighter 6 came out, before we knew about it, I remember hearing rumors that they're trying to make Street Fighter 6 like a 2v2 assist thing. I'm like, that just feels like you can't come up with an idea to make your game more interesting other than adding another character to the mix on in fights. Like, it feels like you're just adding fake layers to it. Like, Street Fighter obviously has the drive system now, and Tekken has the heat, which are additional layers to your fighting system that are really interesting and cool but more combat doesn't have that they're just like we're gonna add another character that can pop onto your screen and lengthen a combo or do some move we don't even know yet so that's where i'm at with it i think it's kind of a lazy choice but at the end of the day it's more i have to see what it's like like what the, how they actually implement it yeah i um I'm, I I agree. I see I see where you're coming from uh, with that. I'm not fully um, fully in the same in, in the same boat as that. Admittedly, I'm because I don't think it'll be something as simple as hit the assist button. At least I really hope not. This would be really disappointing if it was. Um, but I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility. If you just hit the assist button and then they come in, they swing a couple times and then they leave and like that's that's the big mechanic for this game yeah it's always a possibility for sure um but i definitely see the frustration especially with uh mortal kombat because the reception of mortal kombat 11 didn't really require them to need to introduce a new mechanic what they needed to do was revamp their fighting system as a whole right so it's in, in my opinion i'm i gotta see the gameplay before i even give a shit about how the cameos are going to be because that was my biggest problem with Mortal Kombat 11 especially early Mortal Kombat 11 because I didn't play it for years which is the craziest thing about Mortal Kombat I usually play Mortal Kombat until the next fucking big fighting game or the next netherrealm problem uh, uh, game pops up um but during the time I was playing Mortal Kombat it was usually just string end your string early do it down down one do the same string, down one. Do the same string, down one. Do the same string, down one. Do a different string, down one. And then do a string that has an overhead and then a low afterwards. And then you'd lose. Um, so, so I've wanted them yeah. to revamp their fighting engine as a whole for a long time. Yeah. I agree. If you don't mind, I would love to get my thoughts on something that came into my head as GM, Spake, GM Shake was giving his hot take and then also ask you guys a question Mortal Kombat-wise different than my than my thought. Okay. So, uh, I was thinking about uh, what GM Shake was just saying with the assist thing, and I feel like the only way the assist thing could be, like, viable... I still think they should come out with a new system in general, but I feel like if you did do the assist thing with the cameo, I think you should like go full in with it like not just do like a simple assisting like like kind of make it like Tekken 7 or not Tekken 7 Tekken Tag not fully like Tekken Tag but make it where you can incorporate your your partner into like 
certain special kind of moves like tag moves or like do certain combos and then that character comes out during mid combo and extends it and then they go back away some stuff like that uh that i think that would be kind of cool um no i i could see that no there's a way to make it cool for sure like if they like if like pairs of character truly like kind of act as a new character like like let's say if you have scorpion and sub-zero as a cameo or yeah as a cameo then like his spear becomes like an ice spear or something like that's cool if they yeah. do stuff like that like that's cool but as we see like as like i'm just going to assume now because of how it's been explained to me if it's just assists then that's lame to me yeah i feel that and they've done some similar things before like they made like a whole character like noob smoke at one point and mk9 has also had some good tag features in it so i feel they can expand on it if they like if that worst was to become a thing i would just see stuff like that and i could then, see that yeah and then my question that i want to ask for both of you guys uh gameplay wise is do you guys think that crushing blow was is like the norm new norm now or do you think like people would want them to get away from crushing blows because i i personally did not like crushing blows whatsoever especially since some characters had it like made with crushing blows more than others uh in, in my opinion implying of course that nether realm took uh player feedback in mind I think we're we're still going to get crushing blows, but one, I think they're not going to be as complicated to achieve. Thus, I think they'll be a little bit weaker than what they were. Um, but but two, and then two, I hope that they are divvied out more evenly, and everyone has an easier time getting their crushing blows. As opposed to MK11, where you had Garrus, who could sneeze and get a crushing blow. Then you had Devora, who you had to do like a six-step neutral to get her crushing blow to proc. Jesus. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I think crushing blows as a concept is really cool. I think it's a cool idea to kind of make the x-ray system more uh, engaging and into the fight itself rather than just building up a meter. However, I think uh, they're balanced horribly. I think it caused so much, like, there are so many characters that are just garbage solely because they their crushing blows are just ass. Like, Shao Kahn had the worst fucking crushing blows I've ever seen in my life on that game, bruh. Like, just absolute garbage. So, like, if they balance it well, and, like, like, uh, like Whoopi said, it's divvied up very well, and characters each have a good set of crushing blows, I don't mind them coming back. But if they're back in this pretty much the same exact way, I'm gonna be definitely cautious about it. I gotcha. Because outside like the whole speculation of like what the cameo characters and what possible system comes with that, I can't see or I can't imagine what if they come out with a new system what it will look like. So if they don't, it'll be really interesting to see how we go with like the X-ray slash crushing blows system on this brand new Mortal Kombat 1 game. It'll be interesting. I, I hope there's not as many long cinematic things. I feel like Fatal Blows were very long. And even like Crushing Blows when you're fighting characters who have a lot of easy ones were kind of annoying because it would stop the fight pretty often. 
I hope they keep things flowing smoothly in game more than how MK11 was. Yeah, I think uh, Nine had pretty like, optimal length for their uh, X rays, so they wanted to keep it on that length. I think that'd be good. I agree. That's that is a pretty good length. Um, so the character roster that we know so far is Liu Kang, Kun Lao, Raiden, Scorpion, Sub Zero, of course, Katana, Molina, and Shang Tsung. Um, those are the only ones that we know that are playable right now. Mm -hmm. um, that's a pretty, you know, I'm, we're definitely going to get more, of course. Um, but those are all the ones that were pretty much in the, um, in the, uh, the trailer. Right. Um, so, but then we have the, they already, not. Uh, I guess it's a leak, right? The leak of the DLC characters. And um, just for, you know, leaky spoilers for all you listeners here. Um, the DLC list that we have right now is starting from the Mortal Kombat characters. Uh, playable Mortal Kombat characters. We have Quan Chi, um, Ermac, and Takeda. How do you guys feel about that? those three characters? <laughs> I'm just I think they're all cool but I'm still like confused on how they're going to do Takeda honestly but, yeah, you know. I'm in the same boat pretty much like Takeda I'm a Quan Chi enjoyer so I kind of like seeing Quan Chi uh, Takeda I imagine will have to be an entirely different character I imagine he'll maybe take more inspiration from Kenshi than he does Scorp in this one just because of story mode shenanigans, but who knows? And who was the last one? Who was it? It was Quanji, Takeda, and Ermac. Ermac. I love. I like Ermac, so I'm cool. I'm happy to see Ermac come back in any way. Yeah. 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 It was sad seeing him not be in Mortal Kombat 11. For sure. Um, but I like. I like those. I like those three as um, DLC characters. I'm. I'm okay with that. I would have preferred at least Ermac being base roster, but that's just being selfish. No, I kind of feel that. I just don't like when the, like any ninjas are DLC, because I feel like they should always be base roster. But that's just little kid Mortal Kombat fan talking. And who knows? Uh, like you said, this is a leakless. They might change it up and just make them base roster and make other characters DLC. Too soon to say anything yet. That's true. That's a possibility. Um, but my biggest fear was confirmed. Um, so once again, half of this long, the, half of this pretty sizable DLC roster uh, list is guest characters. And even more uh, disappointing, there is a theme this time around, and it is dark superheroes being Omni-Man, Homelander and Peacemaker. How do you guys feel about um those three guest characters? Um, I'm not upset with them <clears throat> in a vacuum. Like I think I, I'm not mad that those characters are in. However, I am upset 
that all three of them are in the same fighter pass. I'm like, do we really need three guest characters? Like, get if you're gonna have guest characters, it should be like one guest character per fighter pass. Like, I do not think we need three guest characters in one pass. I agree. That's that's excessive. Um, if I can go off what Jam Shake was just saying, um, I'm not upset with it either. Uh, I don't. I feel like. Each of those three characters would make sense and look good in a Mortal Kombat game. Uh, my hope to going off of what you guys were just saying is three guest characters in a pass is I would hope if they keep continue to do this, like maybe three Mortal Kombat characters, three guest characters, is I want them to at least, if they make that the norm for each pass, change up the theme of the guest characters each uh, pass then so see the first pass is three Mortal Kombat cat uh, three Mortal Kombat characters and uh, the Dark Hero DLC guest characters then maybe next pass we get like three uh, more Mortal Kombat characters and then it's a new theme of DLC characters like it, this one could be the horror the horror movie slasher movie guest character pass and then so on and so forth so if they maybe formatted like that I think it would be a really cool pass system but that's just my hope honestly we could we could only hope and and i guess at least for me i don't want to speak for everybody for me whether or not i truly detest how many guest characters are in this pass i would be determined by how the roster looks Girl. how many glaring omissions are there from the main roster who's really go are we going to really miss out on some key characters while we're getting both Omni-Man and Homelander. Yeah. Not for sure, yeah, because if it's like uh, a roster that's a lot of just the same returning characters, I feel like that's going to be very upsetting. But if we have a lot of characters we haven't seen in a long time show back up, I think that'd be cool. I agree. I agree. The character I really don't want to see come back is rain the fact that rain was dlc in two separate games the past three games like either make him base roster or stop making him a dlc character was rain in that lemon yeah yeah he came out with melina though didn't he yeah it was with melina and rambo <laughs> and then he was in mortal kombat 9 also as dlc character he looked like an 11 why am i blanking on that he had like the more it was like, like, a, a, like, like a royal a, prince outfit. yeah like a regal ninja type of shit Oh, that's right. Jesus, yeah, I completely forgot. Yeah, cut. I guess we knew it was coming though, because he was with Melina in like the MK11 story, right? Or is that MKX I'm thinking about? No, I'm MKX. Okay, yeah, then. Yeah, never mind. They just was like, yeah, we love him. Was he in. Was 10 the one he wasn't playable in? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Damn, I forgot about this. Okay. But yeah. you, f you fought him in this story though. That's right, yeah, but he had, like, the Armageddon look in the game, right? Um, and then he had, like, a ponytail kind yeah, of I guess look he, to him. It looked pretty similar to Armageddon, now that you bring it up. I didn't even think about it, but yeah, I guess it is his Armageddon look. And he also had his Mortal Kombat 9 fighting style. That's right. Um, And then they have... Peace... Then they have Peacemaker also coming in, which I, I'm okay with that, to be honest, because he's, you know, he's, I could see him in Mortal Kombat. He's fine to me. 
Yeah, he seems like he'll be fun, especially if they get Cena. Yeah, I want them to have Cena. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. But it's it's strange having two dark Supermen. Um, I could see how they could differentiate them. They could definitely make Homelander definitely like more cocky with his animations than Omni-Man super precise and brutal style. Yeah, but, but definitely. Still. Please, like I that like if it if it's just like the theme of that pass like I was saying earlier I I like I'm cool with it but if they keep the the guest character theme as like dark superhero and like see combat pass to injustice Superman's in it and stuff I'm gonna like oh god here we go <laughs> injustice Superman to be fair I don't I'm not a big fan of it either but having like I imagine Homelander they'll focus more on like his lasers. Mm -hmm. And stuff since hope since uh Anna Man doesn't have anything like that. Oh, I'd be forgetting he has he doesn't have lasers. Yeah, but I say he's more of just like a bruiser. So that could be what I would imagine they focus more on, but mm -hmm. who knows? That could just be off. But yeah, that's a good point, like with the uh, base roster. Cause if the base roster is disappointing and then we have to then turn around and deal with a bunch of guest characters. I'm gonna be like, damn, that kind of sucks. Yeah, that was the issue for me with Mortal Kombat 11 as well. Cause I'm not inherently against guest characters if your main roster is strong. I just think the guest character should be like a sprinkle. Like, I don't think they should be like an aspect of your game. Like, they should I be agree. Like, By the way, we have this. And you're like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah, the... I don't think it should be like, what character from a third party are we getting today? It, it should be like, wow, this is a great roster. And we have Homelander or something like that. That's what it should be more like. For real, that's definitely the best way to go about it. But I guess when you have so much at your disposal with WB and stuff, you can just pick whatever you want. True. Um, and the DLC roster for the cameo fighters, because they're separate, the cameo fighters will also be um, DLC, which makes me think they'll be a little bit more complicated than just hit a button, they do an assist and run away. Um, but we have, I hope I can remember all these because I don't have it pulled up. Um, Tremor Chameleon with a K. So it's the female chameleon. Um, Johnny Cage, surprisingly enough. Um... There's five, it's, so I'm missing two. I have it up if you want me. Oh, yeah, go for it. Uh, Like we said, Tremor, Johnny Cage, Chameleon. Then the last two are Movado and Farah. Movado and Farah. Just Farah. That's what's weird about it. Just Farah. Yeah, that's then, very interesting. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Then you have Movado. Movado, I was never a fan of Movado. I always thought he was pretty lame. Yeah, one mm. thing I do want to bring up about these care and what this leak if it's real mm -hmm. like the question that it introduces is does a character being a cameo fighter negate them from a no being playable normally i don't believe you've gotten any confirmation on that that is a really really good question because johnny question. cage is johnny a cameo fighter in this however we already have confirmation that they're gonna have a Jean-Claude Van Damme skin for him. Which in itself is tight. Which but is yeah, very cool. But an alternate skin for an assist character? 
that I'm sure you had to pay likeness money for. As for him not to be playable. For him not to be playable, yeah. I'm like, that seems odd. Yeah. Definitely hope they're... Yeah, definitely hope they're not just assists because just... If the cameo fires are just assists, that would be stupid because already the cameo characters are showing more, like, variety than, like, the main roster. Bringing Tremor back again, because I thought putting them putting Tremor in MKX was like a smooth, like, different thing for them to breathe out, to bring out. And like, I know you were saying like Movado's kind of lame, uh, McWolfy, but just having like a like new mix-up of characters would be really cool, just in general. Nah, I, feel I um, feel that. I really, my biggest L is like I'm kind of mad that Chameleon. It would just be a, uh, a freaking cameo because i wanted chameleon back for a long time yeah so it really you know, like it really depends on what they really do with this whole cameo aspect i know we really it's really hard to even think about it with no information of how it'll be no gameplay or anything it's all just speculation it could turn out to be something um something pretty awesome i know one of y'all brought up it affecting special moves like someone said like the frost spear or whatever if you have sub-zero on the team yeah if, if they really put in the time and the effort which you know it's been how many years since mortal kombat 11 has stopped production yeah, so you can work on mk1 if they really put in the time and the effort to have each cameo fighter affect each playable character's special moves like that like some crazy shit could happen you could have the frost spear that freezes your opponent or if you're playing as the female chameleon, um, I don't know how they would change her. Um, but it could, like, I don't, I don't know, make you turn invisible for a move. You threw the spear. Maybe you can teleport since the chameleons can teleport because they can take the moves that teleport. Or it changes the properties of your moves depending on the color that chameleon is at the time. It could be fire. It could be ice. It could be acid. It could just be uh, like like some type of magic or whatever kind of like a charade of moves you could pick from yeah then i think if they really like really put their foot in it and really put in all that maximum effort they definitely could have something pretty cool in their hands with cameo fighters but that's up to them not for sure definitely definitely yeah i when i see this list of cameo characters though it creates like I'm definitely curious because I don't. I mean, Movado's pretty lame, but in this day and age, I feel like we could they could make Movado a cooler character. And having Farah makes me feel like maybe Farah will just go like the like she'll become like th like the tour. tour, yeah, which I think is pretty neat. Yeah, I agree. But um, again, it relies on what cameos end up being in the long run. True. So until we see that, we don't even know like what to expect, how excited we should be, how disappointed we should be. It's all just speculation. Definitely. So Cole um, Young. so uh, Cole Young, yeah, Cole Young for Mortal Kombat One. That's already so confirmed. Just a few smaller, well, not smaller, but not really discussion things. Uh, the game is dropping September 19th, which mm. is um, less than four months away. 
Yeah, which is in character for MK. Very in character for MK. So, I mean, I'm not upset about that. Uh, Shang Soon is the pre-order bonus. Mm-hmm. And you don't need internet to play offline like you do now with MK11, which is good. And um, and rollback, of course. But, you know, we don't need to say that anymore. And it's next-gen exclusive, which is good. Which yeah. is very good. I'm very happy about that. Yes, they're leaving the PS4 and the Xbox One behind. I almost said Xbox 360 and the yeah, Xbox we, One behind. Yeah, we don't want to sound privileged or bougie or anything to people who don't have new-gen consoles, but... Oh, no, I do. No, no, <laughs> I was going to say, I want, I was gonna say something that Jamshake has brought up to me before. It's like, uh, new-gen consoles are way more accessible now, so... Mm-hmm. No, they are. Going We're to not... the best buy, it's right there, bro. You just have to spend the money for it. This is not new gen. This is like current gen. We've been yeah, in this gen. Yeah, yeah gen. true. We're three years into this stuff. Yeah, man. yeah. We are current gen. So dropping games on PS4 is asinine anymore. It's like being a PS4, like six the sixth year of PS4 being out and dropping a PS3 game. Yeah, it's like you can't do it. It's like, it do doesn't it. make sense anymore. It did, you know, two, three years ago. But now we got to move on. Let PS5 just exist without PS4 riding its coattails now. Put your money and get a PS5. <laughs> um, but that's really all we can talk about with Mortal Kombat 1. It's still as violent as ever. Uh, Shang Tsung really came his body to everyone in the most gruesome ways possible. They have really cool costumes so far. They have cool costumes so far. Uh, but we can't do much story speculation here, at least. Because we just don't know. And this definitely is not a good... This trailer was definitely not a good indicator of what the story is going to be as a whole. Hopefully get more information sometime soon at one of these tournaments. Hopefully in like two days would be ideal. Yeah, that would be ideal. <laughs> and then we'll, we can come back and we can talk about a deeper dive into both Asuka and Mortal Kombat then. That'd be dope. Um, so to move on to our final topic, um, to wrap things up, let's just do a brief um, talk about our experience with the Street Fighter 6 beta that just ended. Um, this, the difference between this one and the last time we talked is the first time we talked about it was the closed beta and we were pretty much just learning about like how to even play Street Fighter 6. Uh, but now we have a lot of experience with at least the characters that they've allowed us to play as with Street Fighter 6. Now we're playing this beta with way much, way more experience than before. Um, how would you guys describe your experience with, uh, the Street Fighter 6 open beta this time around? How'd you go first, Jan? Oh, do you mean experience in systems, like the game itself, or do you mean from like an online uh, perspective? Um, just playing the like playing the game this time with all like all these people. I guess it it was it's a little different for you, Shake, because you were the one who actually got the closed beta, so you could play it on your free time if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but me and Banzai, uh, we didn't have that opportunity last time, so I guess it would be uh, different for us. But still, now that you coming in into this open beta with like the demo under your belt the closed beta under your belt when you like start just fighting people and actually learning uh your character um how was your experience with that i would say it's very positive at the moment i it's having now that i'm a little bit more experienced overall i'm starting to dip more into the actual systems of the game with the drive rush and understanding more drive impacts and things like that um i'm enjoying it i think it's very good there are things that definitely 
question, like I question a lot, just how powerful something might be or how not powerful something else might be. Like balancing, not even that it's balanced poorly or anything like that, but it always brings up the question of like, is like, dang, how overwhelming is this going to be altogether? Or is, or should this be better? I, I've only used Luke. I use Ken like two times as for the bit, but I've uh, pretty much mainly use Luke overall and I think he's a pr pretty solid character I don't think any of the characters I've seen so far I would consider bad characters in this beta and now that I'm starting to utilize more of the in-game systems and seeing how optimal they are and how like you can string things together which I'm still not that great at but with time but I'm really enjoying it the beta itself, I had very little internet issues. Everything felt pretty good. The rollback felt really good. So on that aspect, I thought it was very nice. And yeah, overall, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. Very positive. That was a very positive um, um, a review. Yeah, I could see like a, a few cracks, especially with you know the drive impact and stuff like that, how impressive that could be. But the online held up very strong. Yeah, I have no issues really. Um, yeah, me neither. Aside from when we played the night before and the beta was on its way down and it started to act up. Yeah, but I figured that was just because of that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That we was played it. it. We played it up until like the closing like last twenty minutes. So. <laughs> True. Um, Bonsai, your experience with the open beta this time around? Um, mine? I if I can go ahead and say I feel like I had got to get the most enjoyment out of the beta between the three of us i had a very positive experience like between like my first touch of the game was when jam shake let us come over and play the closed beta like a goat um mm -hmm. i got to play but i didn't understand a single aspect so i was like ha i was fun to ha get my hands on it but also i'm getting my ass kicked just because i have no trainer i don't know how to do anything then the demo came out and I was able to not play as anybody who I like because it's Ryu and uh, Luke. But I got to learn the system mechanics, which was really helpful for me going into the open beta. And it gave me a, a really appreciation of Luke, too. I very much enjoyed playing him. I don't want to use him at all, but I did enjoy playing him on the demo. And then going into this open beta, now I have the knowledge that I got from the demo. I know the system mechanics. The open beta let me go to uh, training mode, so now I can learn how to play as the characters. And now the three of us, um, I'm eating pretty good because most of the characters who on there are characters who I use. So uh, I really I got to experience a lot. I, mo I focused mainly on Jamie and um, Jury because I didn't want to overload myself. But just from using those two and Ken on the last day, I had a lot of fun. I feel like I'm getting used to the mechanics. There's still things about Street Fighter, like this Street Fighter in general, that I don't get, but that's a player issue. I gotta get used to like how the feel of the game goes. But I had a lot of fun, no connection issues. There are some jerks in comments, but there was also a lot of love in the community. Like you see people be like, oh man, like you did this. I feel like if you did this, uh, it would make you better, which is always very wholesome and nice to see. And yeah, I've had a good time, and even the bad times I had, because I got a little ragey. Um, 
for a game to bring that out of me, I feel like it's also a testament to how much I'm enjoying the game. Yeah, I, um, yeah, that, that is uh, pretty wholesome. When, because you don't just, like, rage at a game that you just don't have an opinion about. Like, you're just like, oh, I don't care if I win or lose. Yeah. So when you feel those strong emotions, like, something about it has got you for sure. But and yeah. I, I found myself getting mad at myself a lot in oh, this dang, game. Bro. Dang. Oh, I don't. I'm a goat. <laughs> nah, you are. You, I will say, you're really good at just counter a drive impact, which I feel like if you want to be good at the game, you have to get that down. Like, you have to be like on jam shake level if you want to be you better to, than just amateur. You yeah, that young man brain, buddy. You gotta have that young, young man. man. We're all just a bunch of old people playing video games, and, and Shake is still the young man coming up. <laughs> mid twenty, <laughs> my mid twenties plus. You know how it goes. Damn, mid mid twenties plus. Um, yeah, this game, it's super smooth for one. Um, I do have a few concerns about Drive Impact. The only issue with Drive Impact is you always have to have your mind on the Drive Impact. But I would, I would never want Drive Impact to go away from this game because I feel like it would kind of water it down a little bit. If you just got rid of drive impact and kept like drive just the drive rush as your main offensive tool yeah i agree yeah, um, but, aggressiveness. yeah but i um i really like it the levels and the music now that i finally get to see a level outside of reuse stage or the training stage i really like it the stage music i like it better than a lot of the character themes if i'm being honest mm -hmm. like yeah, the restaurant the restaurant theme is like I think it's Matt Cole. Yeah, and the, I like the Backstreet theme too. I love the Backstreet theme. Yeah, the Metro City. Um, I played exclusively Ryu, both in the closed beta and the, um, especially the open beta. And you know, Ryu is, you know, Street Fighter man. He's just uh, Ryu from Streets. He doesn't hit as hard as open beta street fighter 5 ryu no uh, but he could definitely dish out the damage if he wants to he's not simple as he's simple of course but not as simple as we're used to him being he's got a few things they added some kage things to him which is interesting and cool shows his growth as a character where he recognized the strengths of the satsui but he did exactly what Goken did and turned it into a non-lethal form of it that he could use without killing his opponent, which is top-tier storytelling in gameplay. Lame, dude, lame. Wow. Lame. President dude. Akuma main here. Lame, man. Kill everyone. <laughs> and as the Ryu main, how does this make you feel? Um, This makes me feel like he's throwing away his humanity for the sake of victory. Confirmed. He said he's a Ryu main. He's a mm. Ryu main in the open beta. <laughs> in the open beta, I'm not a Ryu main in real life um, at all. Once the game drops, I probably will never touch Ryu again. Um, but Ryu carried me through um, all this uh, waiting time for Street Fighter 6. I appreciate they gave us a demo. I appreciate they gave us three betas to play. Um, I couldn't imagine not tearing my hair out waiting for this game without it, waiting all this time, knowing that it's finished. Or finished for the most part. I'm sure there's polishing up to, at this very second, but 
but I'm yeah. very excited. Yeah, honestly, uh, McWhoopy, it's kind of like edging you because now when the full game comes out, now you'll f be able to fully experience like playing with characters that you actually do want to use and get the practice in and enjoy the mechanics so it's, you'll be you'll be kind of like pretty much starting all over again i will be like only, only thing that'll transfer over is strategies for the drive system but i've got to start from the ground up with with my mains that are all locked into the full game every single one of them so it's like i'm extra excited and in a way i'm thankful that none of my characters were in any of the stuff the demo or the beta because it just keeps me extra hype like, if I could have learned everything with Blanca now, like, what is there to really look forward to? No, I agree. I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I'm happy that I had at least one character in the beta that I can just chill with. But I'm happy there's going to be characters I'm interested in playing that kind of makes the full game release feel like a big deal still. Like, Hard all scene. my characters were in the beta, and then I've been playing the open beta for, like, a few days... And then the full game came out, I'd be like, oh, I've kind of just been playing the full game this whole time anyway. But now that but that's not the case, there's, the two other characters I really want to use aren't in the beta. So it's like still, when the game comes, excuse me, out, it'll be like a new experience. Yeah, and I'm happy y'all get to uh, enjoy that too. Yeah. Thanks, Bonsai. Thanks, Bonsai. <laughs> You're welcome. Wait, well, your declared main's also locked behind the full game. Yeah. I can't. I can't wait to get my hands on Lily, especially like understand the the drive mechanics more. Like I can't really. I can't wait to see like who I actually main main between Jury and uh, Lily at this point. That's exciting. That's very exciting. And there's also Cami who I didn't get to use. So just oh, yeah. I. I still got some characters I get to learn too. All eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> um. Just but yeah. Wait, this open beta was nice. It was just definitely a nice weekend. I spent most of it playing the beta. And the fact that I didn't get bored one time, I sunk so many hours into it without realizing it. Is It was like, damn, I ain't done this with a fighting game in so long. Because Guilty Gear just like gets me so tilted sometimes. Because I'm not that great at Arxis games. And Guilty Gear has so much like has so much bullshit in it that's expected out of an Arxis game, which I'm not knocking it for. Arxis fans of that, like I'm happy for them, but I'm not a fan of of degeneracy, like hard degeneracy in fighting games, which is why I play the more grounded games. Yeah, and I'm like the exact opposite of you, where I have to get my head out of Arxis game mode to play this game. So it's like two different dualities. So, um, I'm excited. I'm very, I'm very, very excited for this game uh, to drop in its full entirety. I'm excited to see, you know, play the world tour mode, build my character. I'm excited to play online and fight people. I'm excited to hang out in the battle hub with the homies and just run in sets. Because the battle hub is really cool. They have this cool, this, this very, very nice jazzy music playing in the background the whole time. Yeah, because within that, like, last 10 minutes before we got off, we were just like mess around not even fight and just run around the battle hub and then other people were joining us so it was like a really good feel honestly it was it's a, it's definitely a community feel and i really fucks with it and i also very much appreciate the beta lasted longer than what we thought it was going to I, we thought it was going to go away like noon on sunday and it lasted till till uh 3 a.m as of recording this right now yeah I, yeah it's it was definitely better than the closed one because 
the clothes on, I feel like, just shut down so fast. I was just like, damn. I wish I had more time. There was time now. And then the clothes on, was it open the whole time or was it like only during, during select time periods? Uh, no, I think it was open for that time, but it ended at like 3 p.m. on the last day. Street so it wasn't Fighter... like you got like a whole long time with it. Street Fighter V's, I remember, was really annoying because it would be like a single day on like a Thursday at like 6. That's right. I do kind of remember that, yeah. That shit was so weird. Yeah, and I'm just so grateful, like, this happened on a weekend that me and Jamshake didn't have to work, so we could just enjoy it fully. All the way through. It was, it just worked out. But yeah, very positive experience with the big, with the open beta. Very excited for the full game. As am I. I can't wait. It's two weeks away at this point. Um, yeah, yeah. Two weeks away. Yeah, very close. I'm happy. So close. I could taste it. Um, but that's uh, that's all I have uh, for today. Uh, we talked about Asuka, Mortal Kombat 1, Street Fighter 6 experience. Uh, do you guys have any other questions or concerns before we close this out? Come on, tap um, out. My only concern is that I have to wait a year to play Kuma. <laughs> that, yeah, that is um, that's actually hard. I'm sorry. That's bro. my concern. Fair. Very fair. I'm sorry, bro. But it's gonna be cool. He's gonna be cool. Yeah, I'm interested to see how they make him. Oh, they're not gonna drop the ball. I can feel it. But yeah, that's all I got. Alright, if y'all are tapped out, I'm also tapped out. So, I would like to thank you guys for coming on the podcast today to spitball all these things. You're welcome. No problemo. Um, so, without further ado, I would like to reintroduce the Jamaican Shake. Dami. Dami. And Bonsai Wolfburger. That's me. Oh, yeah. He's been the Jamaican Shake, and he's also been Bonsai Wolfburger. And I've been Mick Whoopi Goldberg. And this has been the Bottom of the Pit podcast where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. And we will see you on the next one. The answer lies in the heart of battle. Victory.